Hi there, Colleen Hunt from Gluten-Free Gold based in Delago, Panama. Today is the episode 5 and it's a day of stuff. Um, I would say about 8 years ago, uh, life was unfulfilling. It was a rinse and repeat type of life. You get up, you make breakfast, you make lunch, you go to work, you work out, you come back, do your errands, you do your chores, you make supper, you do dishes, you clean the house, you do laundry, you go to bed, you do the same thing. A lot of that. A lot of that. But that that's, that's the example that my mother gave us. You get up, you do your stuff, you go to sleep, you get up and you do it again. And you do it again. And you do it again. But the problem was that I was noticing my life was un, unfulfilling. It, it, it seemed to, it's a good life, great vehicle, great home, great, great everything. But there was such a large hole of emptiness that would just be hovering around the edges of my days. Uh, I try working out. I try uh, competing in the Highland Games. I tried uh, uh, do more gardens, do less gardens. Uh, we did a huge renovation. Um, uh, go buy this. Go buy that. We were at the point in our lives that we could go out and buy whatever we wanted. Well, not crazy, but, but the vehicles that we wanted, the clothing that we wanted, without thinking twice. And that's a nice place to be. But the problem was spending the money was to fill the gap. And it would pop in every once in a while trying to figure out what the emptiness was about. Why was I not happy with having the life that everyone wants? The uh, people that were around us were a lot of the same. Work hard to buy stuff, collect your stuff, and sit on your pile and say, I got the most stuff. And... Um, Look what I have. But the problem was, you work so hard you don't get to enjoy the stuff. And you don't get to appreciate it because it, it, yeah, yeah, you're working a lot, but it's starting to come to you too easy. And you had no time to use it at all. Uh, we had some people that passed away, and uh, they were collectors as well of stuff. And watching families trying to work through the pile of their collection, uh, it's hard. It's hard. And I, I, when I died, uh, I didn't really want to do that to my family. What do you need this stuff for? Really? So... 
you had no time to use it, you're worried about someone else taking it, and you're not able to relax because you're always going, 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 going. So uh, right about this time, the tiny house movement was uh, starting. I see shows on TV or articles, and it, it made a lot of sense. And the people that were on those shows said that it was a very freeing uh, feeling when you got rid of all the stuff and you just had what you need to what you needed to use every day. Um, the acreage that we were on, it was the first time that we had sat still for any period of time. Usually it was two, three years and then we'd move. So I, I would normally uh, clear out our clutter and our, our uh, collections uh, just to necessitate a, a smoother move. But this time we had a lot of outbuildings and a house and, and the stuff was collecting. And my husband loved collecting. He likes his stuff. That's, that's his choice. But I, I was starting to see that there, there must be an, an answer. Like if, 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 if you cleaned out the clutter of my life, maybe it would clean out the, the feelings or, or I could find the feelings that I was looking for. So, um, at this time I was, uh, going through, uh, divorce proceedings and, uh, I had, uh, the thought one day I said, um, maybe I should retire. And I called my mom and I talked to her and she said, retire. She said, you don't know how to retire. You don't know how to not work. You go crazy. I thought about it and I went, yeah, yeah, she's probably right. I probably would go crazy. But it would be nice to find out. And then I, I put it aside and went, yeah, well, what am I thinking? Our family is not the type that retires. Our family, like, yeah, we retire, but we don't go to rich people take vacations um, you grow up where you were raised were born or uh, where you spent most of your time growing up and you don't go far from there you don't go anywhere you stay really close to home you don't travel no one travels that's what rich people do and then uh, I had the thought in the treadmill. I said, you know what? I know I have to work. And uh, I guess I had been seeing on Facebook and computer ads about re retirement in a foreign country. And I went, you know what? I think I'm going to think about that. So I started research of what sounded like uh, the safest place to go to. Looked at the ins and outs, did charts, uh, researched everything, went on YouTube. There was a whole lot of uh, videos on YouTube about different towns and stuff like that and looked and going, oh, oh, okay, that looks well. And then once I made the decision, it was full speed ahead. By the end of my decision, 
three months later, the, the decision to move down to uh, Panama, I had liquidated 40 years of my life. And, and the, the hardest thing to do was sell my cookbooks. It was uh, over 40, 40 years of cookbook collections that I had sold. But I had uh, saved a couple uh, ones from my grandmother. I had pared my life down to three bins. My daughter, three or four. My daughter got a bin of uh, photos and some stuff from her brothers. My sister received a couple bins. One bin with the paperwork for my company. And uh, I had a pack sack. Two pack sacks, a smaller and a, the big pack sack. And that was my life. Paring it down. It was a very freeing experience. And to know that uh, I only had to worry about the, the stuff that was on my back. And it was uh, eye-opening to know that the amount of stuff that I had did not define me. But I also know me, uh, I, I will do something 100%, but this was going to be something that was way over the top. So I made sure when uh, I came down to Panama that I made it so difficult it wouldn't be easy for me to return if... Um, I had a change of heart or if it, it got difficult. So I had, <clears throat> I got rid of my truck that I loved so much. Got rid of my truck. And, um, you know, it, it was right. It was the right thing to do because I bet you three or four weeks in when I was down here, I, uh, it was too difficult. It, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks one day of the enormity of my decision to come to a country where I didn't speak the language, where I knew absolutely not a soul. Never been here before. Never traveled before. So I didn't know the ins and outs of traveling in a foreign country. And older single female yeah it, it was it was an eye opener but uh, if I hadn't cut the tie so severely back home when things were getting rough for me I would have headed back and I cut those ties so I would have to try a hundred percent. I didn't want to to run back home with my tail between my legs and say, "Oh, I tried. That's it." I I wanted to make sure that uh, I gave it my all. And you know what? I'm still I'm still a stuff collector. It's hard to believe I've only been here four years. But uh, 
as far as clothes go and, and shoes, uh, I'm a collector. Um, furniture, I've been paring down in the last year. Uh, but it, it's a habit that I guess I'm going to have to keep on working on. But I still, I still go through my clothes. And if I haven't worn it in so long, it's gone. When we moved to uh, Delega, we used that as well. If anything that we had that we were moving that we didn't use in the last six months, it was gone. And that's the way to do it. Like I said, it's a simple life here. It's a laid back life. It's, it's a polite life here. It's not rush, rush, rush. And you could do what you choose to do. Not what you think everyone else thinks you should do. So, sorry about my ramblings this time. And uh, this is episode five. Calling Hunt. Gluten-free gold. Thanks. <laughs>